Today on Fish and Pl- Today we check in with Jim Flesh, find out what's happening on leech. I think our our anglers have become more knowledgeable on what the fish do, you know, instead of, you know, we just never worried about it till later, till it got warmer. But I agree with you. Technology, the, the different electronics, their knowledge of fish movement and things, I think that has educated and guys are a lot they're a lot better at what they're doing, and they're able to apply that earlier in the season now. I'm and it's Lake of the Weekday. The run-of-the-mill mix of species with walleyes and northerns and largemouth bass, uh, crappie, and bluegill. Find out what lake we're talking about and learn everything there is to know about leech next. <laughs> This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We are going to title today's episode the accidental episode because <laughs> I was calling somebody else and it turned out I called Jim Flesh and what a pleasant surprise, Jim. I, 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 it's going to actually be a great episode, I'm sure of it. Well, that helps. I'll put my fishing pool down so I can give you full attention. Okay, I do appreciate that. Well, Jim, uh, obviously uh, you've been spending some time on Leech Lake, I would guess. Um, what's what's going on out there right now? Got your big tournament coming up this weekend, right? I mean, it's you know, I mean, we've had a pretty strong spring. Um, some people might disagree with that, but overall, I thought it's been pretty positive. You know, it's been a pretty basic jig and shiner has been really good, kind of like we always expect. But you know, here we are. We're probably just going to get thrown right into summer is what I'm guessing with really no spring, you know, right. those fields. So, but our walleye fishing remains, you know, it, it can be spotty, but I think overall it remains pretty strong. Um, people seem to be, you know, having some pretty good success. You know, they're catching a lot of the big, big fish too. Um, but, you know, now you're able to keep that one over 20, you know, so you can, you know, if you wanted something like that. A lot of people are still throwing those back, though, and just, you know, going with the below the slots. So I think the, it's been a positive report, and I think throughout the entire lake. So it's not, you know, isolated to one area, um, east side, south side, west side. So people seem to be pretty happy, you know. And this day of technology, you just go on Facebook, and the resorts have great, great pictures and, and things like that. So I think it's been good. All right. Is it pretty much a jig and minnow bite for most people? It seems like it, although there have been a lot of reports on leeches doing pretty good as well. Um, and some guys are trolling crankbaits already. So um, we could, you know, you can only use the minnows that are available, as you know. So, right. Uh, that can change things, but that seems to be the pretty standard. The water's, you know, still, still fairly cold, so that's been helpful on that shiner bite. Well, obviously, we're finally getting some warm summertime weather. Uh, what do you think that's going to do? Well, I tell you, if you want a bass fish, it's going to be awesome. Um, and then yeah. our panfish, you know, they needed some sunshine, too. So, you know, on these small area lakes as well, you know, we've been kind of catching some, but 
I think our good time is coming here in the next few weeks on the pan fishing end of things, and then our largemouth have been sh- have been showing up, you know, around. Everything needs sunshine. Those, you know, those shallower spawning fish like the, you know the bass and the panfish. We just need some heat, and then that that brings about a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's it's just fun to be out when the weather's nice. Yeah, that'd be a change. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's what I like to go out anyway. Um, right. So what what can we expect? Where would we find the bass? Where would we find the panfish on Leech Lake? Well, they're going to be in all the normal spots. You know, for us, for largemouth, you know, they're going to be in all the back bays, the shallower stuff, behind bear, traditional, uh, portage bay up in Wabu, sucker, steamboat. It's, all, it's a very basic shoreline is all it is now. And many times put your polarized sunglasses on and just cruise, and you'll see them. So, you know, it's a little easier to fish right now because we don't have all the cover. You know, the wild rice isn't up, obviously, or anything like that. So they seem to hunker towards any shoreline. You know, the cut banks, the old bull rushes that are underwater, you know, you'll see the brown dead spikes. That's a good traditional area. So it's not real hard um, to go out and catch those fish right now. Um, we got muskie starting. Have you seen anything when you've been out on the lake? You know, I haven't. Um, you know, we were all cropping and doing some bassing and stuff, and I hadn't seen any. But you know, our water is really high this year, so I think that's going to be beneficial um, to the spawning for them and for the bass and the panfish because we do have some high waters. So um, I haven't talked to anyone who's who's planning on muskie, but you know. There's always guys that do go out and and do find them moving around, coming out of the spawning areas that they were in. So, you know, on leech, there's so many, many times when muskie opens, there's so many people walleye fishing in a lot of the muskie spots that, you know, it's not always that much fun to be out there slinging. Yeah, I, 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 that's for sure. And, of course, muskie season starts um, the weekend. You got a ton of walleye anglers out there for the, for the big leech like walleye tournament. Right, right. And so, you, I mean, you'll see, maybe see some guys doing that, but they may choose an alternate an alternate lake with muskies that has a little less pressure. Or they may just say, you know, I'll just wait two more days to go, to go do it. So watch those walleye fishermen catch those muskies, you know, on their jig and shiner. <laughs> yes, that does happen. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely, yep. One of the interesting things I've seen over the years, you know, it used to be we'd really scrape and scrape to get muskie reports until well after the 4th of July. Uh, I don't know if muskie anglers are just uh, more sophisticated, the uh, equipment's better, or better education for anglers, but, boy, you start hearing good muskie reports really shortly after the opener now. And I agree with that. Um, I think our our anglers have become more knowledgeable on what the fish do, you know, instead of, you know, we just never worried about it till later till it got warmer but i agree with you technology the, the different electronics their knowledge of fish movement and things i think that has educated and guys are a lot they're a lot better at what they're doing and they're able to apply that earlier in the season now I'm, i agree with you on that we've got a lot more to come with jim flesh and our lake of the week still to come too some people say fishing is overrated for the record they are wrong this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country.
This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Leech Lake Guy, Jim Flesh, my guest today. We can uh, legally fish for pretty much everything uh, that that we hear about over the season. And on Leech Lake, that's great news because you've got it all there. It is. It's a nice, versatile thing to do if one thing isn't going. I mean, I've probably said this in the last 30 years on the fishing show, Kevin, with you. If one thing isn't biting, we can go fish for another one. And those options are there. The northern pike are there. You know, jumbo perch, get into some panfish, some bass. Action is generally the name of the game for most of my clients. That's all they're at looking for. And we have that versatility on leech, so I think we're pretty fortunate here to have that, that widespread um, fish species that seems to want to cooperate. You know, we have heard a lot of uh, talk the last year plus with this new um, northern regulation. They're really pushing it. Have you seen many people taking advantage of that? You know, I have. I've had clients do that um, just because. You know, you've got to have a guide who knows how to wide bowl, and that's the key, Kevin. So I'll be sending <laughs> yes. up a bunch of fish. <laughs> that's a big key. So, and, and I don't mind it. I've, I've done it for so long, it's no no problem. So the, 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 the catch is, though, you get a lot of them that are inside that slot, that 26. And, um, but I, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's a, it's a nice little fillet, and if it helps as the DNR says it will, mm-hmm. you know. It gives people an opportunity to have, have a chance at, at some more fillets that they can enjoy over the winter, you know, and enjoy have some fish dinners. So I haven't seen it from a lot of, a lot of people demanding that. Um, but we'll see, and time will tell, you know, if that's going to help us. Okay. And uh, one of the great benefits uh, and bonuses we have with the Jim Flesh on the air is we can also do a Jim Flesh housing report. Uh, <laughs> how how is the market in the Walker Leech Lake area yeah. these days? Without you getting in trouble, Kevin, for your last show. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of like you guys up there as well. It's it's been strong for the last three years. Um, we have a nice economy contributing to that. I feel things are not staying on the market real long. And as always right now, our inventory, you know, we need, we need more inventory would, would help us for the buyers that we have. So it's positive, totally positive. And, you know, I credit that with, with what we have for an economy in our country. And, um, you know, people have a positive outlook on, on life, and when you have a positive outlook, um, you're happy, and you want to come up and go on vacation and, and enjoy Walker, Bemidji, you know, the Lakes Area Park Rapids. I think they'd all agree on on how things are going. So, and you get more new people into the area, which is what I like about real estate. New people come, move to our area, discover how nice it is. They have friends, and you know that turns over and generates economy for everyone. Yeah, you know. Um you can double, and of course, Jim gets to double dip. He'll take, you know, I'm out guiding and fishing, and they'll go past a house. It just happens to be for sale. <laughs> you know, I, I just got done with this. It's so funny. You know, earlier, uh, we have our fishing rods now, but, you know, you show a house and then go fishing. And yeah. uh, they always try and say, hey, well, if, you, if we buy a house, would you take us fishing? I always got to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just give him your number, Kevin. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 
So, but no, it's all fun. It's always nice to get new people in the area. I think that's just is a great benefit to all communities because it always brings more friends and it just generates an overall uh, good bonus for our economy. And uh, it, it seems to me, as we as we look ahead to this weekend with a uh, nice week of warm temps, it should really be a really good weekend to fish. It might start to really feel like, um, like well, this week will finally feel like Memorial Weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yep, I don't think we're going to get snow. Maybe. <laughs> Not sure. But <laughs> seems safe. Seems safe. Yeah, I've seen it, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of hope we don't. But. Yeah. You know, it's it's coming. It's gonna. It's the start of our season already. It seems like it took forever to get here, but boy, it's it's moving right along. We're already past Memorial, and here we go. Well, Jim, if we want to uh, use your fishing prowess as a guide, or buy a house, or do both, uh, how can we get a hold of you? And make this thing happen. Well, you can go. It's easy on email. You can go jimflesh at lakeplace dot com. Or you can go on Facebook and find my guide service. I don't need to spew that out and just go in there. And my phone's 218-252-1373, like always. And uh, I just tell, refer people to you. They can call you at 10 at night and see where they're biting. <laughs> well, I can tell them where it's biting. I probably can't catch them, but I can tell them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we'll do our best. Jim Flesh, thanks for taking time today. And uh, it was a great accidental fishing report. Yeah, I, pre- I, I appreciate the call. It's always good to talk with you, and uh, hopefully people have a great week and weekend up here. The Lake of the Week is up next. Fishing Paul Bunyan Country, where fishing is more important than pretty much everything. You're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the Week day, Lake of the Week day, Lake of the Week day, holy cow. It is Lake of the Week Day, and we are talking with Bill Everts. He's a fishery specialist out of the Walker Area Fisheries Office. First off, Bill, thanks for spending some time with us today. It was my pleasure. Well, we want to talk uh, about uh, Birch Lake today. That uh, is the lake that if you're you know, going down 371 and go through Hackensack, that's the lake that uh, Hackensack is on the shore of. Uh, but what you see from Hackensack doesn't tell the whole story because uh, it's really two large bays. It's a really nice-sized lake. Yes, it is, 750 acres. Tell us a little bit about what we're going to find when we go fishing in uh, Birch Lake. Well, you're going to find uh, several, you know, the, the, the run-of-the-mill mix of species with walleyes and northerns and largemouth bass, uh, crappie, and bluegill primarily. I know it's got a lot of uh, panfish because I know they have that, and perch, because they have that uh, kids' fishing derby every every uh, week in the summertime, and I know the kids catch a lot of fish there. So it uh, sounds like there's some shore fishing opportunities as well and, and those those easy-to-catch fish for the kids. Yeah, there's a public fishing dock right there in the city by the by the boat ramp. Yeah, and, and um, you know, crappie, uh, bluegill, um, you know, when you, when you see a lot of those, you wonder, how are the sizes? Well, the uh, crappie are a little better than the bluegill. The bluegill pretty much run run small. Okay. Um, you know, but given the habitat that's in the lake, you know, there's got to be some bigger fish kicking around there somewhere, so it might be a little bit of work, but I'm sure you could get a meal out of them. Okay. What about perch? Good-sized perch or more? There are very, very few. These okay. perch numbers have dropped off precipitously, and I think that possibly has uh, a tie-in with with a uh, combination of walleye stocking and, and the numbers of northern pike in the lake. Okay. 
Uh, most of them were all under nine inches long. Really? Okay. Yeah, but the numbers are very low. Well, that's. I would assume that it concerns you to some degree, as walleyes, for one, like to eat a lot of perch. That's right. <laughs> Is there anything you can do to to change that around, or? Well, we're, I think what we're hoping is that this new north-central zone northern pike regulation will help to alleviate that, and, and we really encourage harvest of those small pike, and we know that we can, the uh, possession limit's going to be 10 fish. Mm-hmm. Now, with that protected slot, though, between the 22 and 26 inches with two over 26, so we really highly encourage harvest of those smaller pike, um, and hopefully... I don't know. You know, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's, always it's always a challenge and a waiting game. Yeah, it's a waiting game, and I'm I'm sure you've been heard this before, but it might it's it's not going to be something we'll know we'll have results to be able to look at with any kind of um, idea. Even in five years, it might take ten or fifteen years before we start to see some improvements there. Okay, and about- I think po- it's very possible that walleye stocking. You know, too many walleyes uh, may have something to do with that. Well, we don't know about that either. What we what we look at is, you know, are we getting a, uh, are we increasing gillnet or maintaining gillnet catch rates of walleyes with the stocking levels that we have, and and we've been adjusting those, trying to get a better better return for the dollar, so to speak, on our on our stocking. How is the walleye situation on that lake? It's been pretty steady. Uh, it's it's very average. Um, there hasn't been a lot of variation in catch rates over the years. It's ranged between two and four net, or a little better than four net. So it's been pretty consistent, and we had a pretty good wide range of um, you know, different lengths. So there wasn't any real standout year class. So we've got a few year classes in there. Most of the fish were under 24 inches long, okay. which is really nice to have for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but there's some big fish out there too. Well, I, I noticed that because I see the average weight is 2.4 pounds, and that that's a little higher than a lot of lakes. Yeah, that means we're not getting a lot of recruitment of smaller fish. That means yeah. it's, we're a little top heavy on larger fish. And, and that's thus uh, some of the adjustments you're trying to make. Right. Right. Um, what about the bass situation out there? I do see there's some largemouth bass in that lake. Yeah, we, we we haven't gone out and done the spring sampling on the lake because it's been primarily you know a walleye uh, oriented lake mm-hmm. as far as management goes. Uh, but there are bass out there, and we gillnets and trapnets don't in the summer don't effectively sample the size ranges that and and the numbers that may be actually out there. So we really haven't seen too many large fish out there, but they do. There's there's 15 to 18 inch fish out there, and oh. you know the habitat's good too, particularly in in the northwest basin for them because the uh, there's some structure, and there's a lot of vegetation to fish out out in the northwest basin in particular. I noticed that there, yeah, the the two the two basins are very different. Uh, one's more of a bowl with one deep spot, and it. it looks like the uh, this this southern one, and then the northwest one. You noted lots of structure. Uh, looks like there's a nice island out there, and um, kind of an interesting change between one and the other bay. Yeah, they're very different. And so you'll find different uh, different fish and different things in each one, correct? Well, yeah, I think you'll have a, a yeah. Definitely, and who knows what the walleyes do? You know, early season they may be concentrated in the in the uh, shallow basin, right? You know, 
Yeah. And then later on in the summer, they move, may move out to the out to the northwest basin. What kind of? I mean, is I'm assuming uh, close to Hackensack. It's a fairly developed lake. It is. It's quite developed. Okay. Still looks like a lot of fun to be on there. A lot of fish to catch. What about the island? What is that? Uh, is that left alone, or do is there houses out there? I think it's undeveloped. Okay. I'm not sure of the ownership. Okay. So you might get in trouble if you have a picnic. You might. <laughs> I, if it's, I mean, you can go to the you can go to the county plat books, and you can probably find that online as the ownership. And if it's publicly owned, then you're fine. And again, to find it pretty easy, you go to Hackensack. I'm assuming the public access is right in town. It's right in town, right at the park. Okay. So very easy to find, and uh, looks like, again, uh, as we were noting, a, a good solid lake with a lot of different species, and the one thing you'd really push is keep those small northerns and you catch them, huh? You bet. Yeah. You bet. Um, other than the things we talked about, anything concerning about that lake? Oh, not on birch. Uh, we don't have any uh, uh, invasive species of, that we know of other than probably some Chinese mystery snails and some banded mystery snails, but... Other than that, the vegetation is good. Okay. Snake got all native vegetation. We mapped the veg- the emergent vegetation last year, um, and it was done in 2006, I believe, as well. So I kind of compared the two maps, and they it's held pretty steady. I don't think we were losing vegetation out there at all. So it's a pretty healthy lake. It's a pretty clear lake, too. Okay. And as you mentioned, a lot of development. I'm assuming a decent amount of pressure as well. I I assume there is. It's been a while since we've done a creel survey out there. Okay. All right. It is our Lake of the Week. It's Birch Lake and easy to find, 371 to Hackensack. Go to the park, and uh, you'll be able to get on right there. Bill Everts, a fishery specialist out of the Walker area office, joining us. Hey, Bill, thanks for the info today. We appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.